from the Black Box Theater in the heart of downtown Moline, Illinois, the Ringo of the Quad Cities, it's All You Care to Eat, a comedy thingy podcast with your four thingies, Dave Bondi, Rick Davis, Jeff DeLeon, and Clay Sander with special guest Jessica Nickel White. And now, here's your host for All You Care to Eat from Chicago, Illinois, Mr. Patrick Brennan. Thank you, Tom Nagy. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. It's great to be back here in the Quad Cities in front of this wonderful audience. I got to tell you, folks, it's been way too long since we've been in the black box, but we had a wonderful experience last time. Uh, yes, well, it's our very own Jeff DeLeon. Let's give it up for him, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Now, what can we do for, do for you, Jeff? Well, uh, we wanted to try something a little bit different with our fourth episode. And as you know, we've written a ton of sketches over the years. And, well, we couldn't decide between all of us which one we wanted to open with. So we thought we'd let a member of a studio audience get to decide which one we do first. Is that cool? I think that's brilliant. Take it away. Okay, great. Uh, you, sir. You're closest to me. You're right here. Uh, we have three different sketches ready to go at the drop of a hat, okay? We have the good morning sketch. We have the how do you do sketch. And we have the are you the doctor sketch. Uh, which one would you like to open this episode with? Are you the doctor? Hell yeah. Are you the doctor? All right. Are you, are you the doctor? Good choice. I think if we preferred one, that's the one we'd want to do. All right. All right. So without further ado, the are you the doctor sketch. <clears throat> Good morning. How do you do? Are you the doctor? <laughs> Indeed, I am. How'd you guess? No, I just assumed, I suppose. Well, you know what they say about people who assume. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they make an ass out of you and me. What? Yeah? What in the universe of fuck are you talking about? What, what, what do you think people say about people who assume? It certainly doesn't devolve into name-calling. Let's move on. Okay. If you don't mind, I'd like to give you a hearing test. Sure. Now, if you'd be so kind, please look straight ahead and tell me when you can hear me make a sound, okay? Okay. Okay, here we go then. <clears throat> oh, I heard you. The, no, see, no, I'm just <clears throat> clearing, clearing my throat. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my fault. My fault. Okay. Just warming up vocally. And get there. Okay. <clears throat> okay, sorry. Uh, again. Oh, I hear you. No, no, I hear see, you. again. I'm warming up vocally. Oh, God. I'm, just I'm so sorry. This getting is so a good confusing. pitch. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Let's All try right. it one more time. Okay, I'll be okay. a little bit more patient. <laughs> be patient. You didn't hear that? Well, yeah. Yeah, I heard it. I thought you were warming up. I you couldn't, couldn't tell, tell the difference between my D minor and my middle C. No, I, I don't know the Sir, C. you may be able to hear, but you're severely tone deaf. But I heard you. Did you? Yes. Hmm. Touche. Let's move on. Fine. Okay, tell me when the following sound is loudest. Um... Okay, that's that's loud. I go a lot louder. No, no, that's loud. That's that's really okay, loud. Okay, that's okay, really loud. That. So far, we're off to a bad start. I could have gotten a lot louder. Well, how am I supposed to know that? I hear your feedback, and I welcome it. Great. Look, what are you going to do about it? Nothing. If that's I may continue with my test. Fine. Are you having any ringing in your ears yes, lately? Yes, 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 yes. That's the reason I came well, in. Well, why didn't you put that on the form we gave you in the lobby? What form? Didn't my receptionist have you fill out a medical history? There's no receptionist here. She must have left the lobby. What lobby? We're in an RV. We prefer mobile hospital. The, the, wh why do you call yourself the RVMD? My name is Roger Vogel. Oh. oh. And I have Maryland plates. Well, 
Okay, doctor, I'm, I'm just hearing a ringing in my ear, okay? I think it's, it's probably tinnitus. Whoa! Now we're an auditory medical expert, okay. are we? No, no, I'm not. Okay, raise I... your hand if you've completed all of your medical training. Aren't you going to raise your hand? Not until next semester. What? <laughs> You're not even a certified ENT? Eat me. What? I've spent seven years of my life studying, paying tuition, missing family events, going to classes, interning, practicing medicine, and what the fuck is an ENT? It stands for ear, nose, and... Throat! Yes! Wow. That has been haunting me for years. Oh, it feels good to finally get... Okay, ear, nose, and throat. Okay, I, 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 that makes sense. Okay, good. okay, look, I... You mm -hmm. know, yeah, I, I think I'm just going to take my business elsewhere. Oh. I don't really have a lot of confidence in your methods, doc... Almost, doctor. I, I think I'm, I'm just going to go. Fine, go. Enjoy, oh. enjoy your tinnitus. <laughs> Oh, 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 so you do think it's tinnitus. Didn't you hear what I said? Yes, I heard you say it's tinnitus. You heard that? Yes. Cured. Thank you for participating in Audience Choice. Your Patrick Brennan bobblehead can be picked up at the end of the show. We take you now to a small conference room located in the offices of Birch Marketing Group. So, to sum up, we feel that Quaker Mill's Honeygram Yummyos are missing a key market by positioning themselves as a purely great-tasting cereal for kids, instead of highlighting the nutritional benefits that parents can appreciate. Thank you. Hmm. All right. Thank you, Rick. Certainly gave my team at Quaker Mill's a lot to think about, but um, I like what I'm hearing. Well, thanks, Jeffrey. I appreciate that. How about the rest of you? Well, Jeffrey's the boss, so you know, whatever he thinks, am I right? <laughs> now, please, Ray, seriously, I'm, I want to hear what you all think. I know, I know, I really like the idea. Well, I can answer any questions you have. I have one, if you don't mind. Sure, Beth, go ahead. Oh, um, it's Angie. <laughs> wow, so sorry. My apologies, of course, Angie. I'm, I'm really sorry about that, jeez. Oh, it's not a problem. I just had a question about the design on the package. I don't know I... where I came up with Beth. <laughs> I feel like such an idiot. I was calling you that name earlier. No, you weren't. It's fine. Anyway, about the design. Sure, go ahead. I think that the Honeybee has been such an iconic brand for us that kids really seem I'm to... I'm sorry, Angie. I just, <laughs> I just really feel bad about calling you Beth. I mean, what a horrible first impression. You must think I'm an idiot. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, no, I, I don't. Honest mistake. Really, do not worry about it. Well, you're very kind. Thanks. Please, do go on. As I was saying, the honeybee has been such an iconic symbol and character that I'm afraid if we lose him, we might lose a segment of our market that honestly doesn't care about the health benefits. They just want their kids to eat something they like. I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I, for one, think we might be able to do both. How do you mean, Ray? Well, for instance, the honeybee could be a useful messenger to tell parents exactly... Beth! What, you know, Beth is the name of the lady at Starbucks! That's why I had her name on my mind. What? 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 <laughs> what? The, the barista this morning. Her name was Beth, and she looked a ton like Angie. Like, <laughs> could have been twins! I'm sure that's why I said Beth to you. Wow! Glad I got to the bottom of that. <laughs> what a weight off my mind. And I'm sure it's taken a weight off yours too, Angie. <laughs> well, um, not really, but okay. Holy Moses, do I feel better. Maybe now we can all just clear our heads, forget about all that, and stop bringing it up every chance we get and move on. Right? 
so Ray, uh, you were saying? I, uh, I lost my train of thought. What was I saying? Uh, you were talking about the honeybee being a messenger right, right, for right, a new right, health right, benefit. Right. Yes. Thank you so much for reminding me, Angie. Nice. I'm sorry, what? Nice work saying Angie instead of Beth. <laughs> well done. That's her name. As I've just been informed. <laughs> Again, thanks for being understanding about the name thing, Angie. Jesus. I'm sorry, Jesus. Angie. Jesus Angie. No, just Angie. No, just Angie. My name is Angie. Who's Beth then? Nobody is named Beth. You mean in this conference room? And it goes on like that. <laughs> All you care to eat and comedy thingy wish to thank the good folks at Shared IT of the Quad Cities. Check out sharedit.com and talk to Kevin Studding about how they can help you with all your IT issues. Tell them comedy thingy sent you. Or don't. He doesn't really give a shit. And now, the coffee shop sketch. Good morning. Welcome to Starbucks. What can I get you? Well, a pleasant good morning to you too, sir. Thanks. What do you have? Johnny Well, yes. Get on with it then, eh? I say, this is my last foray into the States for some time, so how about I commemorate the visit with a Grand Café Americano? Absolutely. Your name? Crumpt. Crump? Crumpt. No matter. Thank you. That's uh, $4.05. Would you like to round up to the next dollar amount to support American veterans with disabilities today? No, I'm afraid not today. Thank you. I see. Well, then, just 4.05, then. Well, look, you understand, if I round up to the next dollar, that's 405 turns into $5, and that's like an entire dollar, and compared to the British pound, that can be quite a sizable donation to... Don't worry about it. I understand. 405, then. Oh, I didn't realize you had, um... Mechanical uh, arm. Is that what that is? I really didn't... You can hardly notice. 405, please. Here you are. Out of... Five? <clears throat> Ow, ugh, can't grip, ugh, such pain, ugh. some wounds never heal. Ugh. Gary, Gary, can you help me? British guy here doesn't want to give money to disabled soldiers and needs change. I really don't think that was called for, sir. May I help you, sir? Oh, dear God. Could you give this man 95 cents change? My war wound is hurting my ability to do basic functions today. Of course. Anything for a Purple Heart recipient wounded in action. Oh. Losing his arm to a defective roadside trigger bomb while saving the lives of his entire unit. Well, thanks. But you're a Silver Star recipient, Gary, who uh. saved countless lives by misdirecting a grenade. Oh, Mary, mother of God. Not to mention the Viet Cong ripping out your larynx. Oh, for Christ's sake, fine, look, just keep the $5. Oh, no, you made yourself quite clear. Take your change and enjoy your Americano with your two hands and fully functional vocal cords. By all means, go. Your coffee will be waiting for you at the end. Here's your precious change. You call that a fucking tip? <laughs> Boom! What a punchline, ladies and gentlemen. So often through the history of comedy thingy, Leopold all the way back to Beer Better had it. 
nary a punchline to be had, but these days, you know, those disabled vets, am I right? Using guilt to get tips? Sad. <laughs> anyway, listen, I just want to point out tonight our man on the keyboard, Mike Bros. Let's hear it for him. Right? Also, an enormous Mr. Equator-like thanks to our rhetorical oracle, our captain, continuity, Tom Makey. Oh, those golden pipes, ladies and gentlemen. And now if I could bring to the comedy thingy stage our own Clay Sander, if I yeah, could. Clay yeah, Sander. Yeah. Thank you very much. Hey, uh, what, did you, what did you decide? What did I, you... I decided to do the song. You're going to do the song? Yeah. Okay, we weren't sure. Um, this was something that uh, we're trying to add a little bit more uh, music and a little more variety to the show. And uh, Patrick uh, had written a song. Uh, you, actually, you can maybe describe. I guess the reason I'm doing this uh, is for my dad. The song's not really about him or anything, but he's always encouraged me to to fail big, you know, to try, and, uh, and, and if it doesn't work, just keep going, uh, and without that judgment. My, my dad is taking care of my mom right now. My mom's doing fine, but she's just kind of having a time of it. Her, her hips aren't working so well, and so uh, uh, he told me tonight, he said, Patrick, you need to go do this. You need to be with your friends. Uh, you have to get away from us for a while. And so, Dad, when you hear this, I appreciate it. Um, and I just want to thank you for giving me the hat. And I want to thank you for always putting your hand out and saying, put it there if it weighs a ton. That's what a father said to his young son. So this is a song about buttholes. <laughs> behold, 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 the beast is transferring for buttholes. Tonight's episode of All You Care to Eat is sponsored in part by Hooks Pub and Drink Slingers in Clinton, Iowa. With 27 beers on tap and the best live music in the Clinton area. Drink Slingers on Main Avenue and Hooks Pub, 4th Street in Clinton. And now, the neighbor's sketch. Knock, knock. Hi, uh, I'm your neighbor. Uh, we haven't officially met, but... Is this your kitty? Yes, it is. Well, I just thought that you might have lost it. Oh, heavens no. I was watching it the entire time. So you were watching it tear up my flower garden? Yep. Well, why was it in my yard? Would you rather it be in my yard? Well, it is your cat. Yes, my cat, your yard. I'm glad we cleared that up. Thank you. Um, sir, before you close the door on me, I'd have appreciate it if you'd keep your cat out of my yard. I see where this is going, Miss... Uh, Peters? Miss Peterson. The former tenant and I had an arrangement. That tenant is no longer here. If you would allow me to finish... Sorry. Mrs. Turd Herber and I had an arrangement. <laughs> she was a lonely widow and my cats were rather smelly, so she liked the company and I enjoyed the improved order of my home. I'd like to keep it that way, thank you. Well, Mr... None of your damn business. Okay. Well, sir, uh, my family is out there now, and my son is allergic to cats. Hmm. Touche. Later that week. Oh, you again. 
Just wondering when you were planning on removing your car from my garage. I have no intention of removing it. Look, why is your car in my garage? Would you rather it be in my garage? Well, it is your car. Yes, my car, your garage. Glad we cleared that up. Perhaps we should review the minutes from the cat meeting. Sir, I just want you to get your car out of there. I see where this is going. Again, Mrs. Goldstein and I had... I thought it was... Herbert? Herber and I had an arrangement. She had no car, so she let me keep my car in her garage as mine couldn't accommodate my huge Buick. How long have you been living here? Nine years. And how long has Mrs. Turdherber been dead? Ten glorious years. If you've lived here nine years and she's been dead ten years, how did this conversation ever take place? Hmm. Food for thought. One week later, not again. Sir, I know we've had our differences, but I have to talk to you about something important. Fine. What? There's been a string of burglaries recently, and we're starting a neighborhood watch. Another one? You mean there was one before? Yes, I was the leader. Well, then we definitely want you there. Of course. Have you seen anything unusual lately? Well, not unless you call your belongings unusual. What are you... my dresser at, at Miss Hanson's sofa and Mr. Johnson's Now, chair? now, now, little lady. Don't get in a tizzy. What? Well, Christ, what'd you expect? They gave me the keys to their house. They'd tell me when they were leaving and when they were coming back. They'd post things on Facebook showing me pictures of them not doing things in their home. I'm resilient as any man, but I'm not made of stone. That's it. I'm calling the police. Sheriff's office. <laughs> See what they did there, gang? You see, it turns out that he was the sheriff the whole time. That's such a twist and a brilliant ending to a brilliant sketch. Okay, uh, I'm exhausted, so let's get on to the next bit, shall we? Poetry Corner. Into the porcelain chalice I peek to find it painted with dark brown streaks. If you must leave your fecal art, please clean your canvas when you depart. Who? Who was the last one on the shitter? Residual nuggets in my bowl do not make my spirit whole. You dropped your load, then off you rushed. I pray thee next time try to flush. Who? Who was the last one on the shitter? You moistened my socks with the puddle you pissed. I cannot determine how you missed. With soggy stockings, my smile made frown. It takes no effort to aim straight down. Who was the last one on the shitter? I cleaned that bowl ere past a week, and now, my lord, how it doth reek. Once springtime fresh, my commode, alas, made foul by your most putrid ass. Who? Who? Was the last was the one, last one on, the on the shitter? Thank you very much. All You Care to Eat is brought to you in part by Establishment Theater, home of the late night shows. Every Friday and Saturday night after the comedy sports show, check out the best of Quantity's improv stand-up. And the fun starts at 9.30 p.m. 
It is now time for a trip down memory lane as we go deep into the archives and open the comedy thingy vault. <laughs> we'll fix that in post. <clears throat> Yes, it's that time. We take you back to the year 1945, the end of World War II, and a new optimism swept the land. Comedy thingy hit the airwaves with a sketch that would change the lives of millions. Many considered it to be the unifying skit that brought Americans together. Others considered it a nice little vignette. So here it is, the epic sketch from December 10th, 1945, the Brown Derby sketch. Hello, sir. Did you enjoy your meal? Absolutely. The waiter told me to bring this up here. That's right, sir. You can take care of the bill right here. Splendid. Okay. Your total comes to $85.50. <laughs> I don't think so. Mm, sir? You see, if I had my brothers, I'd just as soon not pay you. <laughs> sir, if you've eaten here, you have to pay. <laughs> oh, 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 I see your little game. The old bait and switch. What? You lure me in with promises of food and promises of drink, and when I consume these items, I must pay for them? What sort of establishment is this? Uh, this is the Brown Derby. Sounds more like a red herring, if you ask me. Sir, when you looked at the menu, didn't you think the prices pertained to you? Your staff kept coming up to me and asking me if I wanted anything else. I was hungry, so I said yes, and they just kept coming out, bringing me more and more. I'm as resilient as any man, but I'm not made of stone. Well, sir, if you don't have the money, you'll have to wash dishes or something to make up for this rather large bill. Well, if I wash dishes, that makes me an employee now, doesn't it? What? And if I'm an employee, where's my W-2? Where's my benefits package? Where's my red herring newsletter? Where's my beacon top hat, for Christ's sake? This isn't the stork club, sir. Please leave. I'm fired? What? I'm fired? <laughs> Was my work dissatisfactory? I've been an employee in good standing for nearly three seconds, and now you tell me I'm fired? Sir, please. And if I'm fired, where's my two-week notice? Where's my gold watch? Where's my Christmas ham? Where's my severance pay? Sir, you want severance pay? I think I'm entitled. Oh, you want severance pay? Here, here, here's a hundred bucks. Just get out of my restaurant. Here you are, my good man, $100. And I believe you now owe me $14.50. <laughs> And so that concludes our little jaunt into the comedy thingy vault. That's, that's why they won't let me in the union. <laughs> now, transcripts of this debacle were lost at the great comedy thingy fire of 1946, ladies and gentlemen, along with sketches titled, Honestly, Evelyn, Shut Your Trap, Hitler and Satan at Niagara Falls, and George Bailey chokes Uncle Billy, which triggered that great dance craze of 1945. George Bailey choking Uncle Billy with Mr. Potter's dick. <laughs> <laughs> All a loss to the ashes of the comedy crematoria forever. And now, back to the man that liberals love to hate, the man who put the right to do right wing. From the EIB network, Mr. Rush Limbaugh. <coughs> Folks. <laughs> I have one thing that's been eating away at me. I, uh, I stayed silent long enough. It's something I'm most upset about. Something that I just, I, I want to know. Why is Bugs Bunny not in the Baseball Hall of Fame? I mean, he beat the Gas House Gorillas by himself. Think of, first base Bug Bunny, second base Bug Bunny, shortstop Bug Bunny, third base Bug Bunny, left field Bug Bunny, center field Bug Bunny, right field Bug Bunny, catcher Bug Bunny, and he pitched. He struck out a man who went to the plate with an entire tree trunk as a baseball bat. He paced a pathetic palooka with a powerful, paralyzing, quific pachydermic percussion pitch. 
but she hit out of the stadium. Bugs, always on the ball, ran out, hailed a cab, exited, got on a city bus, took it to the top of the Empire State Building, strapped himself to a flagpole, hoisted himself up to the top and threw his mitt into the air, thereby catching the ball and sealing the victory. Folks, Joe DiMaggio could not do that. I just want to know why it is that Bugs Bunny isn't in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> if you ask me, he's a first ballot inductee. But, you know, it's just typical anti-rabbit, anti-success posturing. I got to go to a break. But after the top of the hour, I want to talk about why anybody would want to listen to a singing frog. I don't get it. You're listening to the Comedy Thingy Podcast, all you care to eat. And now a word from a fake sponsor. 20 grams of sugar, artificial flavors. Why can't cereal be delicious and nutritious? What's all this funny beeswax? Hummy the honeybee. Hey, what's the buzz? Well, did you know honey gram yummy O's are low in cholesterol? They are? Yummy O's have important vitamins and minerals, like calcium, for strong bones. Sure, but does it taste great? How about graham cracker flavor with a tasty honey glaze to tickle your tummy? <laughs> wow! Just think of all the time you've wasted filling your kid's gut with sweet tart marshmallow cereal stewing in sugar milk. Well, yeah. Not to mention the enormous levels of sucralose, which has been linked to diabetes and heart disease. Um, right. Some may term that a form of child abuse. <laughs> times do you shovel glucose into your kid's maw? I mean, come on now. I don't shovel... Bullshit! Just stop! Just stop right there, Mom! Honey, you are way out of line here, so before I say something I'll regret, I'm going upstairs. I can fly upstairs, too. You won't get away that easily. Leave <laughs> me alone. I will feed my kids whatever I want. I'm just trying to get you to open your fucking eyes. Honey, it is really not any of your goddamn business. I'm making it my beeswax, you idiot cunt. Get the swatter! Get the swatter! You're killing your children with this shit! Go to hell! Tommy will accuse you Excuse you. Graham crackers in the shape of O's. It's honey gram. Yummy O's. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> hey, we want to thank all the good folks at Hook's Pub in Clinton, Awesome Town Studios of Fulton, Shared IT, and the good folks right here at the Black Box Theater, right here in downtown Moline. Give it up for them, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I love it, I love it, I love it. Special thanks to our guests, Jessica Nickel White, Michael Groves, Catherine Sander on the Yummy O's, and our own Captain Continuity, Tom Makey. We'll see you all next time on All 